Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Great things and welcome on board the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence, poor anchor, subpar performer on the show, bad Democrat, good neighbor. No, so. try harder today. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if we can do a little bit better today. Ben Reichley, superlative conservative uh, co-host, local business person, <laughs> property owner, great family man, uh, good individual. Let's see, what else? Safe driver uses his turn signals all the time just just really a co-host today a co-host and an american so. first that's a, a republican committee person mm. also and rob centers our fabulous producer so we appreciate his help and hard work and making all the uh, glue stick today so uh, we're glad for that if you would like to call us our toll-free line is now open 1-800-795-9565 we're going to have a call this morning from gene stilp you'll remember him as uh, probably most famous for the giant pink pig that he takes down to the legislature to uh, <laughs> try to demonstrate uh, how slovenly our legislators are when it comes to spending, in his view. And so uh, that that made him a little bit famous. He also was involved in the original construction and maybe the rebuilding, too, in Duncannon, the Statue, Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty, yeah. I think they made it out of Venetian blinds originally. And it was in honor of the... Oh, Leah Cookerman, the re, uh, refurbishing oh. of the uh, Statue of Liberty uh, up in New York. And uh, technically, I think Liberty Island, is it split between New York and New Jersey, or is it New Jersey? That's an interesting question. Maybe one know. of our callers or, or emailers or texters can get it, because I think there's something there. But anyway, he uh, was involved with that group, and then later they came back and made a more permanent fixture, and the Statue of Liberty stands tall in the Susquehanna River. Noticed by all, and I'll be honest, I uh, drive by it, and sometimes I don't even glimpse up at it. Other times, you know, you point it out to people, but it, you, know, you drive by it so many times, uh, you see it, uh, especially coming north. Uh, easier to to visually see it coming north than going You're south. You're driving south, you can go right mm-hmm. by and, and say, yeah. "Where is it?" I got to keep my eye out. All right, so that is uh, Gene Stilp. But lately, he he has run for public office. I don't think he's actually been elected to any jobs, but he has run for uh, state house and so on. A and uh, lately, he's been making uh, headlines by burning flags, mm. and he takes uh, a flag of one objectionable subject on one side and one objectionable subject on the other and burns that flag maybe a couple of two, three locations, maybe a couple of two, three flags at each time to try to make his points. So he's going to check in today. On the Market sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You're welcome to email us at onthemarketwkok.com and you can text us at 70236. We'd very much like to hear from you. We had a good discussion yesterday about the coronavirus. Oh, boy. And uh, let's see. 
And we also talked about Bernie Sanders. Some of our emails relate to Bernie Sanders, so he's still out there. Well, the coronavirus traveling this week out of state, but uh, interesting, I had a uh, gentleman show me the back of a Clorox um, nap, uh, the wipes, the sanitary wipes uh, for cleaning, and it puts on <laughs> controls or stops the coronavirus. Oh. So what's interesting is this is corona, the proper term, but this is this is number 19. COVID of its type, right? Yeah, so there's, there's 18 others that are out there. Uh, uh, the... Um, you know, situation, Chinese dropped the ball, whatever they were doing, inventing it in a biological lab or where they, you know, from the uh, wet markets where they sell uh, basically raw game. Uh, wherever it came from, they dropped the ball. Now we'll see. And interesting media, it, it, it's just hard to understand where our media comes at some point and then you would think the politicians would rally behind whatever administration's in there to look at this but i guess uh we're gonna we're gonna see how it plays out and we're seeing how some of it plays out already but uh look at the coronavirus and look at the flu and it looks like we have a bigger problem with the flu so far, but we'll see what happens here with the coronavirus. Uh, right, well, to be continued. Uh, we do have our ge- invited guest on the line. Gene Stilp is here from Dauphin County. We've already introduced you as having hey, good morning, as having been associated with the Statue of Liberty and running for public office and the Pink Pig. Uh, l- let's sort of go back in time a little bit before we get to your next event. The Pink Pig uh, calling attention, giant inflatable Pink Pig, I should say, calling attention to the legislature's many uh, opportunities to overspend. Uh, did you, do you think that message stuck and, and people got the message that the legislature's kind of out of control? Good morning. Good morning, folks up there. And uh, yes, I think the message uh, came through loud and clear. What happened was that uh, it uh, started with the uh, pay raise, the uh, middle of the night pay raise by the legislature, both uh, Democrats and Republicans joining forces to, uh, to go after the uh, public trust and uh, the public purse. And so we took them on uh, in the streets, basically, with a pink pig. But even more so, I think uh, uh, I was the person who filed the Supreme Court case, uh, which helped overturn the pay raise. So it was, uh, it was both inside and outside the, uh, if you will, in the streets and also in the courtroom that mattered. So you have to use all the tools that are available uh, uh, at your disposal. So it was an honor to do the uh, Supreme Court case against the legislature and the governor at that time. Uh, on, the, on the pay raise. And what, how could you describe how the public pays attention to that? Uh, the public did vote out some individuals who had voted for the Pink Pig, but they left most legislators intact, so that had happened. How does our, how do our constituents really pay attention to what's going on in Harrisburg, if at all? Well, they, they don't usually, you have to, you have to really uh, shake the tree really hard, and, and uh, in two, that started in 2005, uh, for your listeners who weren't uh, listening back then, 2005, July, middle of the night pay raise at the very last day of the legislature in the middle of the summer during the budget process, 2 a.m., passed a pay raise that ranged between 18 and 54 percent. Uh, commentators, major commentators like Terry Madonna, uh, he said, oh, the people will forget about this in two weeks. Well, we made sure they didn't, but we had to take it to the streets and also to the courts. And then what happened was that uh, we had to continue it uh, into the electoral season for the next for the next year, 2006. Yeah, we did that uh, by uh, by a few people. Uh, a few people, uh, some people got together, uh, uh, different uh, political action committees, and 
we actually went after each um, each person and uh, also who who uh, was involved in the pay raise and also anybody uh, we encouraged people to run for office. The sad thing was that uh, well the good thing was that uh, during the next uh, primary and general election in 2006, uh, 53 to I think 53 or 55 uh, legislators either didn't run again or defeated in the primary or the general election. That's that's twenty uh, percent of the legislature, which was an amazing thing because usually ninety-five percent get reelected, and so uh, uh, so that was very very good. But it took a good effort. The sad thing about that is that even though we had new people coming in there under the guise of uh, being now the uh, the uh, reformers, uh, I'd say about ninety-five percent of those people ran to the uh, trough and took all the perks and all the benefits uh, that uh, that the other legislators took. So the reform was a uh, Reform by those legislators was a those new legislators was extremely limited. Basically, they uh, they drank the Kool Aid that everybody else, everybody else had been drinking. So it's very sad to see that result, but uh, but we just keep on trying. Right, and the legislature's back in their overage ways, uh, unable to uh, con- control the state budget. Well, your message lately has involved, uh, I guess, primarily the target is the Trump administration. Explain what's coming up next week. You're going to have some flag burnings. Well, what happened is that this uh, this actually started with the uh, uh, at the Bloomsburg Fair of all places. This started because uh, because at the Bloomsburg Fair a few years ago, I noticed that there were flags being sold there uh, of a nature of uh, the Confederate flag. And so we what we did in the, about two and a half years ago, it was right after the death of a woman named Heather Heyer down in Charlottesville, Virginia, during a uh, a Nazi uh, white ring white uh, white. Uh, excuse me, right-wing demonstration down there by the Aryans. She was run over by an Aryan down there, an Aryan supporter. Uh, and so uh, there were there were uh, Confederate flags and there were Nazi flags. So I said, wait a minute. I said, uh, uh, let's bring this to the masses in a different way by taking the Confederate flag and the Nazi flag and starting together because, and having them one on each side because that way, that way uh, the value systems of both of these uh, misguided value systems could be represented and joining the two. And I took it up to uh, Bloomsburg, and we started there on Bloomsburg. And the idea was to hold a um, hold a mirror up for people to think about uh, what they were flying. Uh, by the way, uh, the Bloomsburg Fair no longer sells the Confederate, Confederate flag because uh, uh, they cannot receive any funding from the state anymore to sell the Confederate flag. And so uh, uh, while uh, the Confederate people said uh, it's, uh, it's heritage, not hate, we said, hey, it's a uh, heritage of hate. So... Uh, we sort of won that battle, and we took that at different places in the country and did well with that. But uh, as it became, as it became more and more apparent that uh, that uh, the Trump represented uh, similar values of uh, racism, bigotry, hatred, uh, white supremacy, uh, religious intolerance, uh, ethnic intolerance, those values, uh, misguided values of Trump, started to resemble the misguided values of. Uh, of the uh, of the Nazi regime, and so we said, okay, this is it. Trump flag on one side, the Nazi flag on the other side. We will take that and burn it in the trash can of history at different public places uh, in uh, different parts of the uh, country. And uh, uh, so far, we've done that in uh, California. We've done that in uh, uh, in, uh, in the big Trump rally down in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and other places. And now uh, coming up to the Union County Courthouse and also the East Buffalo Township Municipal Building. Why are we why are we doing it there? Um, because uh, this is the uh, this is the uh, the heart of Trump country up in uh, up in that section one of the, one of the sections of Pennsylvania up there and we thought we'd uh, uh, do do that there because uh, the idea here is to it's not up to me 
for, for, to judge an individual. All I'm doing is holding a mirror up and saying, uh, by doing this, are you supporting the same values that Donald Trump does? Are you supporting the same values that were shown uh, in, the, in the Nazi regime of white supremacy, hatred, bigotry, racism? Uh, and so it's up to every individual to uh, make that decision for themselves, and uh, that's all I can do. So we'll be burning that uh, Confederate, excuse me, burning the Trump Nazi flag uh, on Monday, March 2nd at noon at the uh, east entrance of the uh, Union County Courthouse. Then we'll move over to the East Buffalo Township Municipal Building at 1 o'clock and uh, on the uh, public avenue there, a public, street, a public sidewalk there, burn this uh, Confederate, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, burn this uh, Trump Nazi flag in the, uh, in the trash bin of history, if you will, and uh, make our point. In what way is the Trump administration associated with hate, racism, bigotry, white supremacy, racial discrimination, and ethnic and religious intolerance? I think the I think the uh, I think the ethnic policies and the discrimination policies against immigrants are an example, and then we have the religious discrimination against uh, against uh, people who uh, have uh, uh, different different religions than the normal Christian religion. Okay, your uh, your your Muslims, your Buddhists, your Hindus. You see, you see that you have the. Uh, the, the words that he spoke after Heather Heyer was killed, uh, that that, uh, that he said, oh, there were, there were uh, he, he, he didn't speak out against the uh, people who killed her down in, down in Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, the, uh, the policies of the, uh, the, uh, that, the support that he has for, uh, for the, uh, if it will, the racist, the white, uh, the people who support white, uh, this fascist, uh, fascist, the uh, start of this fascist regime. The other thing that's very interesting is this is, uh, is uh, this guy is, is Trump is very interesting, and when, during the uh, campaign, Trump campaign, I thought a lot of Republicans would pick up on things and do something about it, but when he took another Republican, uh, John McCain, and called him a, uh, called him a, uh, a coward, etc., basically, and not a war hero, and not that, I said, boy, this is, this is going to cause a big, uh, a big fault in, the, uh, in, the, in his campaign, and also the, uh, between Republicans, between McCain supporters and him, and Nothing happened. Nothing happened. People followed what Trump said, and that uh, that just shows me that uh, basically uh, there must be a long line of uh, people, of Republicans in line um, uh, at the uh, evangelical or at the, up, up at the Geisinger to get what's left of their backbones removed. Okay. And, uh, well, Gene, Gene, we, we've sort of we've, we've left because you uh, because there's no longer Republicans. Well, well hold on, Gene, Gene, Gene. At some at some point, reality has to kick in here. So this has uh, been right. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hear it. So your broad brush of painting and your right. your activism again has gotten you you know so far in some ways, but reality somewhat kicks in. Uh, you're saying that the Trump supporters in some ways, are, are they in that same basket of deplorables that we've heard some other Democratic candidates talk about? And when I think I, uh, the, the deplorable was used by the Hillary Clinton campaign, yeah. and we saw where that went. Well, are they, so are, I'm saying are, that are, I'm, all I'm doing is holding up a mirror. Yeah, so Each you, individual has to ask themselves where they stand, okay, where they stand. I can say my views that I'm, I'm comparing Trump uh, to the Trump's values, the misguided values, to the misguided values that are represented by the fascist flag. And so, therefore, it's not up to me to judge people in Union County, people in uh, Center County, people in Montour County. It's up to each individual who call themselves Republicans, etc., or Trump supporters, to say, 
what they stand for, okay? Yes, uh, and, and, not, and again, gonna, and, that gonna, mayor, and, that. Gene, and that mayor goes both ways, too, and I'm sure you... Now, are you talking about the Trump administration being fascist, or are you talking about being Nazi? Because you're comparing two different things, and we'll get into the Russians, too, because I think you miss, you didn't speak about, I believe you're also burning a, a Trump-Russian flag, too. So the Trump administration seems to encompass everything other than what you define something in America as. And interesting that we see the Democratic Party being pretty socialist-leaning, and we see in history where communism, fascism, the Nazi Party of, of Germany, which was the National Socialist German Workers' Party, seem to lean more towards socialism. So, I, again, I'm not sure. Your, your mayor seems to be like one of those at a carnival where it shows skinny people maybe a little larger and larger people a little skinny. So uh, I, I'd like to sort of see what, what makes up your mayor because uh, it's your, your broad brush paints, but I'm, I'm not sure you're, you're getting uh, uh, the reality be, because I'm saying that to put the Trump administration and look at what their policies have been towards Russia, look what their policies have been, um, it, it sort of balances out that you can make the comments about being a, a racist or, or, or this, but then you look at some of the policies and they don't equal out, meaning some of his cabinet, maker, uh, cabinet members and the makeup of some of his administration doesn't seem to be in, in, your, in your mirror. I think, uh, I think it's uh, it's uh, very interesting. Like I said, everybody has to decide for themselves where they stand. I can only only do so much. The uh, the um, I think we have to. I'm, I'm talking a lot about Trump's personal values. All right. Whether you pay attention to uh, pay attention to, let's say uh, papers who count up the amount of lies that Trump has told over the past few years in the thousands, or 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 ask a, or ask a Republican, excuse me, Trump supporters. What they think of uh, his his policies, uh, for instance, uh, his his recent support for the uh, for the reinstatement of that that the Navy SEAL who actually killed people, okay, and his and the and the and the values represented by them, the, the military who disagree with that. Uh, that's that's uh, that's uh, something that people have to deal with in their in their in their mindset when they judge Trump. The other thing too is that the uh, uh, how how should I say this? People have to uh, decide that. Uh, well, I want to get back to one thing. We are going to also burn a uh, a Trump uh, flag on one side and a Soviet flag on the other side with the hammer and sickle because of his uh, <coughs> his uh, total support for just about you know just about total support for whatever. Whatever well, well Gene, wants, the, Gene the Soviet the Soviet Union flag Soviet Union doesn't exist, and your comment there about Putin wants and Putin gets what, what has Putin wanted and what has he gotten? I mean, I, well, I, I, think, I, I look at the sanctions that the administration has put against uh, the Russians, the the sanctions they have put against uh, the oligarchy members, the uh, bombing of the uh, military base, the Russian military base in Syria. So uh, you know, I, I think that's a, again. You, you, you seem to have a broad brush the size of uh, an interstate highway, and you put all this underneath, or your tent's so large, you put everything underneath. But, you know, where, where, has, where have we been over for Russia? Uh, and, and tell Thanks. me in a policy. And, and again, when you, when you talk about this, you're going to burn a Soviet flag? Again, it doesn't exist. Right, see, well, it, well, it doesn't know it exists because that, that was, that's, it seems to be part of a, 
uh, the thing that Putin wants to remake, the Soviet Union wants to remake that by his invasion of invasion of the Ukraine, invasion of Crimea. Well, wait, who, here's, whose administration? Here's answer, let him answer. Whose administration did those happen under? Well, what they call here's the here's the thing. All right, here's the thing that I'm pointing out. I'm pointing out that. Uh, I am pointing out that uh, we have our 17 intelligence agencies, or however many intelligence agencies, pointed, pointed out that uh, pointed out that the the, uh, the administration in Russia interfered with the 2016 election. That has been proven many times. All right, Trump denies it. Tries, he tries to shift the blame. Tries to follow Putin's uh, Putin dictates as to who did that. All right, and so and so my point is that he hangs with Putin. Uh, he hangs with Putin. Uh, he hangs with Putin. Uh, a lot. I, that, no, I, I, I totally that. disagree with you, Gene. You're 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 putting stuff out there that is, you, you know, the anonymous sources. You're putting out anonymous information. He hangs with Putin. What what are they down at the local tavern throwing down vodka well, they may, together? They, Come they, on, of Gene. Course, I, I thought you were better. They, I thought you were better yeah, than this. What, the best thing to do. The best thing to do is to come out. Uh, if you want to express your views and say there is uh, that uh, that. Uh, and put your version of what mirror you want to hold up there. Come on out Monday at noon. Come Gene, on out Monday at Gene, noon. Gene, I think it's a, I think time. it's a positive that you're in a, in a lot of ways. It's a positive that in America you could do this because you couldn't do it in Hitler's Germany. You couldn't do it in Putin's right. Russia. So at least you can go out and do that. Do I think you're misguided? I'm going to go back to uh, Ed Rendell, what he said about uh, Lynn Swan when they were running for governor. Uh, it's not that Lynn didn't have any ideals. He just didn't have any good ideals. I personally think you're, you're allowed to protest. I don't think this is a good way to protest because Chicken Little, the sky is falling. That's what all you folks have been saying about Trump for the last three and a half years, and it's starting to wear thin on folks. But at least you can do it. You can Gene. go out and do it. Hey, what do you call it? Last, last, uh, last uh, four, at least the last four years about Trump. So I, I take credit for take credit for that. That the uh, that the American ideals that uh, uh, the American ideals that the Republican Party used to uh, used to uh, uh, state and used to uh, the goals they used to have. They're gone. There's no more, no longer Republican Party. It's the Trump Party, and that's and that's it. So, I'm just looking for, I'm looking to hold this mirror for those Republicans, former Republicans, who are thinking and who want to, who want to change their ways and not follow somebody who tells lies, and and leading leading us down the wrong path of history. So, hey, I appreciate the time today to come on, and people are welcome to come out Monday at the courthouse, Union County, at noon, and we're at the uh, East East Buffalo Township Municipal Building at one. And we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll do our flag running there, and and uh, people can show up and protest that if they want, because it's a it's a free country to do uh, to do the to do to do that also. All right. But, well, thank you. Uh, hey, yep, appreciate Gene, that Gene, much. We appreciate it's you coming so up. Appreciate the Statue of Liberty down on the uh, down on the uh, yeah. pier down in Susquehanna. And you know what, Gene, if I could say this, change your pig to a hog, because a lot of those politicians aren't pigs; they're hogs. <laughs> All right, thank we'll you so much. We'll be out there next week at 11, uh, we'll go against House Bill 1100, which is a big, uh, big... Uh, well, we'll have to talk about that on your next visit. Thank okay. you so much, Gene. Thanks for checking okay. in today. Sure, bye-bye now. Gene Stilp, of course, from Dauphin County, ran for office unsuccessfully uh, three, four years ago <laughs> or so, I would uh, say. But, of course, the uh, pink pay raise pig from 2005, uh, part of his uh, shtick. We'll think how long ago that was. It was, a, it, was a, it was a while back. You're listening to WKOK. We will be right back on WKOK. What's your view on Gene's views? Lots of people agree very adamantly. Lots of people disagree adamantly. We'd love to hear from you.
If you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai from Sunbury Motors Hyundai. If an SUV is on your mind, Sunbury Motors Hyundai has the model for you. Save up to $2,835 on a Hyundai Kona starting at $22,585. Sunbury Motors has 17 2020 Tucsons with savings as high as $4,077. If you're looking for a midsize SUV, test drive a Hyundai Santa Fe with a $4,571 discount. The 2020 Santa Fe starts at 26552 Sunbury Motors Hyundai has four of the all-new Hyundai Palisades starting at $34,200. All Hyundais come with America's best warranty, a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty, and just announced every new Hyundai comes with a three-year regular maintenance plan. If you want to have a fun day in your next SUV, you have to drive a Hyundai. From Sunbury Motors Hyundai in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Sunbury Lots of time to talk about Gene Stilp checking out our show today, so we appreciate that. He's doing Flag Burnings Monday, and uh, he's equating the Trump administration with Nazi Germany, which, <laughs> for me personally, that's a bridge too far. I, I know he's concerned about, uh, you know, the president's immigration policy and the Muslim ban and things like that, but to compare him to Nazism, that's too much for me. But, uh, it, as he plainly stated at the end of his remarks, guess what? It's a free country, so if he wants to sew one flag to the back of another and then uh, burn his flags, that's well, his he should get he should get a Russian flag, not a Soviet flag, if you were going to protest Russia. But uh, uh, you know, I guess uh, I guess time will tell. And I agree with the one uh, emailer here. Why not do it on a Saturday when a working person can come down? Uh, do it on a Monday afternoon when most of the people are in work. Was it Monday at one and Monday at two? Twelve o'clock and one. one. Okay, yeah. So. Uh, all right, well, to be continued, mm. uh, we are enjoying an Open Phones Friday. Ben Reichley is here. We do have a couple of emails and texts. We're going to read those on the radio, and we'll open up the phones, and we'll talk to you. This is News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury, WKOK News. Time it is 9 o'clock. Good morning. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings and welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. We now have open phones if you wish to converse with us, if you'd like to tell us that Gene Stilp is the smartest guy Pennsylvania ever produced and you agree with all of his important viewpoints, call us now. <laughs> Even his wife probably doesn't agree with everything. But uh, if you disagree with him, now is the opportunity to do so. 1-800-795-9565 uh, is our telephone number. Uh, you can email us, as three individuals have done, and they're in the, the they don't agree with Gene Stilp category. So uh, you can uh, join that group at uh, onthemarketwkok.com. You can text us at 70236. And our sponsor is the Sunbury Motor Company. We thank them for being as with always. us since 2007, ever mm. since when Ben Reichley was just out of his teen there, years. Have we been doing this more than 10 years? 20 or so, yeah. We we, we had a 10-year anniversary, so, yep, we enjoyed that. Missed we, that party. Yeah, we, we had a big cake and everything. All right, so we didn't. We had a cupcake. Okay. All right, so... Did uh, Than jump out of the cake? 
No. I don't think he was here that day. It was a very small <laughs> cupcake. All right. We do have some very Ooh. brief news headlines. So students from the Midwest School District are cleaning up in a PennDOT competition. And the competition was focused on litter control. And in a release, PennDOT District 3.0 says Midwest students Chase Stroecker, Elias Schwartz, and Reed Dunkelberger won the Innovations Litter Challenge. They came up with an automated roadside cleaning GPS-guided battery-powered a device that would pick up litter on the roadsides and then return Excellent. to Excellent. Excellent. A pluses for all of them. How about it? Yeah, Don't mess with Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> well, these are the smartest. Uh, they, they need to put that on the, on the T-shirts. Don't mess with Midwest. And we'll like tell that. you, we'll keep that. A recharger-mated automated robot litter cleaner upper called the ARC, or Automatic Roadside Cleaner, innovated by Midwest, and they're going to start using that. Mark, it's a great story. Those students, again, A pluses. They should get some bonuses if you can allowed to pay students for <laughs> achievement. We pay the athletes. Besides turn signals, next on my list <laughs> is litter. Oh. Drives me crazy to walk through a community, walk around Seals Grove and just see litter. I mean, I, I can tell you, I can do some marketing research for the beer companies because I walk through Susquehanna on a Sunday and you see which beer cans are along the uh, the Paps Blue Ribbon uh, uh, that are along the, uh, you know, they throw away. So, uh, again, to the Midwest students and to their teachers, uh, excellent, excellent. Don't mess with Midwest, just like uh, Lady Bird Johnson put that program in Texas. Don't mess with Texas. That was th- those are litter programs, and I've, I know that's great that they're cleaning up. Have you ever participated in a litter cleanup? I don't mm-hmm. think I ever did an organized. Uh, I'll one. tell you, Sunbury Motors. Uh, I'm going to put these guys' names out. Uh, Tom Mertz and his son Kyle uh, involved in the river bank. You know when they do that river cleanup, uh-huh. and they say it's amazing what uh, people pull out of the river. But uh, no, anytime you can. Uh, Clean up litter, great. Yeah, I never have. I, I, it does irritate me, but I don't know I've ever picked up a piece of roadside litter in my whole life. Perhaps. i got to do that. When I get retired, I'll drives Drives my uh, daughter crazy when I'm walking through a parking <laughs> lot picking things up. She goes, you know who touched it? I said, yeah, the last one, I, me, putting it in the trash can. Oh, good for you. All right. Uh, w- uh, some other stories here in the headlines. You may see a familiar face in the upcoming season of a popular cooking show this summer, 31-year-old Drew Tingley of Milmont. He's a current line cook at Ard's farm in Lewisburg. He made his debut this week in the upcoming commercials for Hell's Kitchen. I remember being as as giddy as a kid on Christmas. I mean, I was freaking out. I was dancing around the house, yelling and screaming. My fiance's laughing. The lady on the phone's laughing. I was through the roof about this. Chef Drew says there'll be some watch parties around here for you to enjoy. Some other conversation starter headlines. uh, Plans to open what could be the nation's first medically supervised injection site in Philadelphia has been put on hold amid strenuous opposition from a federal prosecutor and ridiculously strong occupation from residents. I mean, in, (laughs) in a good way, in a good way. Residents of the neighborhood are apoplectic to the to say the very least. Mayor Jim Kenney says the Safe House has agreed to push back its opening date so it can meet with members of the community. <laughs> that won't go well, I can tell you no. right now. Anyway, meantime... He won't be dancing after that meeting. I watched. Uh, the, I was watching Channel 6 down in Philadelphia on YouTube, and <laughs> it is just unbelievable. I mean, the, 
the residents aren't opposed to this. They are fired up. It's just well, crazy, yelling and screaming. And, uh, uh, of course, with the right to open carry, saying they're not going to allow this in their neighborhood. Just, it's no, just it's really not? something. And who, th- who thought it was going to be good? And yes- More power to them. I agree with you. Yesterday, them. Fred Keller talked about this. Our congressman talked about this on uh, Fox News. I think it was like 545 in the morning. Uh, they had him on for two minutes discussing this this piece. And it's absolutely like ridiculous. Friends or something. I think it was the early version of that uh, that show. But. Uh, no, they, they shouldn't. They shouldn't postpone it for a couple of weeks. Oh, they should reevaluate is that, it. Is that where he called the Philadelphians uh, the government a democratic socialist government? Uh, he could have, and he I think so. probably yeah, wasn't too. About that. He wasn't too far off. Okay. In this type of policy, well, not not all their policies, but this one. <laughs> Meantime, the owners of the medical complex in South Philadelphia, where a safe house wanted to operate its first injection site, abruptly pulled out earlier Thursday. A prosecutor moved to block the safe house from opening this week. That's a federal prosecutor stepping yes. in to saying uh, that this is just uh, too strong of opposition. I got to hand it to the residents, and I agree with them. Uh, I think there's a due process that hasn't happened in this. I think needle exchanges and safe injection sites are a good idea. Right place, right time, but uh, this particular neighborhood. Well, make them at a hospital. Go have a safe well, injection site a at a hospital. Building, but it's, in, it's, it's a neighborhood clinic. Oh, cool. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, the uh, Pennsylvania legislature is still concealing who lawmakers and staff met with and why in the records that they won't release on how they spend $360 million annually. The caucus and Spotlight PA news organizations report that lawyers in the nation's largest full-time legislature cite the speech and debate clause of the Constitution. That's why they're permitted to keep their goings-ons and their spending private. But good government advocates, of course, as you would imagine, or common sense, says the speech and debate clause uh, doesn't cover the spending or the financial records of the legislative caucuses. The caucuses refuse uh, to disclose how they're spending their money. Uh, Mark, uh, Gene can go down there. This is legitimate. Save your time from burning uh, some convoluted flags up here in Union County. Go down to Harrisburg and fight this, Gene. You'll get yeah, some traction. I don't traction. think he's been involved in Spotlight. Spotlight is newspapers uh, glued together, fighting government. And uh, finally, President Trump's reelection campaign is suing the New York Times. The mm-hmm. suit says the paper defamed the campaign with an essay by a former executive editor. The piece by Max Frankel said that the Trump campaign had an overarching deal with Vladimir Putin and his oligarchy to beat Hillary Clinton in 2016. The suit claims the Times knew the statements as false, but the paper ran them anyway because of its bias against Trump and his campaign. For its part, the Times says the law is on its side and the paper will be vindicated. Well, we'll see, uh, we'll see what the libel laws are like. And, uh, and anonymous sources don't work. And uh, maybe uh, they'll get uh, Gene Stelp's flag and burn it at the uh, trial. With the <laughs> with the Soviet Union on one side, <laughs> right? Open phones, folks. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We got a safe house in Philadelphia in the news. Students in Midwest are the smartest humans in the world, as nearly as I can detect. Uh, let's see. We got the legislature won't disclose its funding. President Trump suing the New York Times. What do you want to talk about, Dale? Go right ahead. Uh, Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. I have bad hearing. Just want to talk about let's make America great again. So uh, I don't know where we're standing at right now, but we just lost all the gains Trump, since Trump got in office. All the futures are gone. That means everybody who puts in 
uh, smart investors don't put their money in the markets, but basically blue-collar workers in their retirement, they're all put in the market, and they're all lost. No, so, the, no, I, no, I, no, 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 we no, haven't Dale. lost that much. No, they lost this year, which is yeah, a correction. Yeah, he's only, he's only up 250 points since uh, he took office. No, he's not. He, he took office and the story at seven. Ain't even he, over yet. Hold on. He talked office when he was elected in November. Check the numbers. I believe it was seventeen thousand eight hundred. We can check that. Really? Dale, we're, right. yeah, Dale, we're up to twenty six right. something. You're probably right about that, but listen. Well, Dale, you can't you can't come on and just say we've lost everything when we didn't. We, we've okay, lost well, this listen, year so far. This done. year's only two months. Okay, so Dow Industrials in 2016 was just over 15,000. Now it's at almost 30,000. Now it is right in the middle of a massive correction down yeah. to about 25,000. But let's see, 25,000 minus 15,000 is what? 20. 10,000. So he's still got 10,000 to go. Yeah, well, I thought it was 17.8 on Election so. Day in November. But anyway, check that. Just fact-checking. That's yeah. all, Dan. Trump's story's go. not over yet. Trump's okay. story's not over yet. Here's Trump's story. Trump bloviates everything. He attacks credibility, and he and he uh, gives excuses. And then Fox News gives excuses, okay? So what happened is America hired the king of bankruptcy, okay? And that's all, that's all he ever been, was the king of bankruptcy. So... What happened is he hired 35% more government workers, and now he's given a burden. So that's the story of Trump. I mean, everybody jumped in with two feet. I told everybody to hold on because I know Trump from New Jersey. And all he did was sue people, tax credibility, and obloviated everything. And he left everybody paying the bills. D- so Dale, like Dale, there's not 35% more government workers under the Trump administration they, they than when he took over. It. They just came out with the numbers. They came out with I, the numbers, it's 33%, okay? 33% more government since Obama's eight years, Trump's three. You're saying there's 33% more government employees since Trump took office. I, workforce, I, I looked those numbers up from three weeks ago. The workforce, from the, uh, the workforce, you know, all the jobs he created. Well, 35, I'm not counting blue card, he just said... Okay, you're not talking about government workers. You're talking about the total... Workers, so eight million jobs created. The the numbers w- that come out. You're you're not talking about government employees. You're talking about employees in general. Yeah, government on payroll, thirty five, thirty three percent higher. Okay, well, I'm just going to tell you the story ain't over yet. The story is he's going to bail out and give us Bernie. So I mean, should we put our hats back on, make America great? I mean, everybody jumped in with two feet, but like I said. Lipstick on the pig. Okay. And, and, and guess what? The lipstick's falling off. So, I mean, <laughs> the pig okay, lipstick. All, all he has to do is keep on to these rallies close to the trailer park. All right. We got you. Thank you so much. All these rallies are near trailer park. That's it. Okay. Thanks for checking in. Okay, Dale. Always interesting. Appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Where are we here? Uh, let's take a quickie break. I'm making up for a little bit of lost time here. Uh, so we'll take a quick break. we got a caller standing by. we got packed with emails and texts. So we'll be checking those out very shortly here. Well, let me do Steve, and then we'll go from there. I'm sorry. Big fat lie. Steve, you're on the radio. Go right ahead. Good morning, Mark. Um, look, I was listening to Gene Stoke a few minutes ago. And I got to tell you, Ben, I'm really disappointed in you. Um, Gene was making some genuine points based on facts. And you criticized the flag because it was not, because it was Soviet and not Russian. You called him names. You called him a uh, socialist. 
he made fun of the fact that he ran for office and didn't win. But that's not that's cases, not true at all, Steve. I, I didn't. Well, look, I didn't no, talk no, about him running. No, I am interrupting you because too. I'm you interrupting to you me. because you're Please. you're not factual. I did not say Please anything about him. I did not say anything that's about him. No, I'm not saying anything about him running for Please office. Please let me finish the sentence. Well, use some facts and get your information right. right. That's fine. Go you know what? Stand that's, by, Ben. That's, that's finished my sentence. All right, use go ahead. Use some facts, Ben. If you're going cri- to criticize the guy, use some facts. What he does takes bravery. It, it, it's, it's frightening as hell to do what he does. I don't see anybody going out there and doing what he does. He criticizes Republicans, Democrats, and Independents. He's he's pointing out problems in government. Nobody else does this. It takes a lot of courage to do it. And when you criticize him, and you, as you just did, you took little picayune pieces and used them to invalidate his argument. That's just cheap. Steve, but that's you know not true. That's but let, let's do the national scale are doing. Okay, well, let's just, hold on, Ben. Important. Okay, it's inappropriate, well, and it's a shame. Okay, well, let's have a discussion, Steve. Okay, first of all, we, there was no talk about he ran for office and lost. The question was, I asked him, if shouldn't you use a Russian flag? Why would you use a Soviet Union flag? And if, you listen, and if you listen to it, because the Soviet Union doesn't exist, Steve. <laughs> if you want to be factual about things, then be factual. <coughs> and the other part I said is, Gene, Gene, it's, uh, no, I think you've missed the point. Gene, you have the ability to do this. It's great you can do this in this country because you couldn't do it in those other countries. So, Steve, I, I would s- just throw this out. Maybe instead of hearing, listen to what's being said. And there was no mockery of Gene. Gene, we told Gene to get his pig into a hog, you know, because the politicians need that. So, you know, I, I would take a step back here, Steve, and listen, not just hear what you think you hear. All right. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> okay. I no, 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 no. That goes a long way. All right, Steve, thank you so much for checking in. I very much appreciate it. Nice try. I do appreciate it, but thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, grateful that you're here. there. Uh, Buzz, last caller before a quickie break. You're on the mark. Hi, guys. I just a little bit about the stock market. I, I learned something 30 years ago when I began my investing from a friend of mine who, who had a lot of experience. And he said, there's going to be ups and downs, and if you don't sell, you don't lose. Now, my market value has dropped thousands in the last few days, but I haven't lost anything because I haven't sold anything. That's that's my point. If you don't sell, you don't lose. I'd say, Buzz, you and Kramer, you should be on Kramer's show because that's that's advice that uh, goes a long way. You're in it for the long I'm run. I don't know who that is, but thank you. That's all I got. <laughs> well, <I'm sorry. laughs> thank you, Buzz. Kramer is Appreciate a uh, CNBC uh, What's his first market name? specialist. Jim Kramer. Yeah, well, he speaks, he used you. to speak up at Bucknell. I think his daughter went to Bucknell. But no, Buzz, that's uh, you're right. You're in it for the long haul, and you you the stock market's a roller coaster, and you ride it. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We have four open lines right now. We had Gene Stilp on the line earlier. We have a good uh, good stodgy conservative co-host here today, who's in rare form. So thank you for coming in today. <laughs> Very much appreciated. Uh, we have lots of emails and texts. We'll get to those 
in a moment, but it is the live telephone talk show, so call us now, 1-800-795-9565. On the Marks, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf. Find out tons and tons and tons more about them at sunburymotors.com. Pick out your next vehicle. That's what I did. That's where I got my new Ford Ranger, uh, which I've ordered. I haven't yet picked it up, but uh, it has a six-foot bed and double rows of seats and four doors and electric rear window and a sunroof, and it's got all this anti-collision stuff. thing practically drives by itself. It's just oh, it's a lane holder. Anti-collision won't let me back into anything. That'll be a nice change for a, for a change. And uh, the Sunbury Motor Company is the place to do that. But that's one of the Fords. But they got Hyundais, Kias, Lincolns. They also got the Quick Lane. If your vehicle is busted, they'll fix it in a big fat hurry. Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Quick Lane. Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. Make your appointment at sunburymotors.com. If you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai from Sunbury Motors Hyundai. If an SUV is on your mind, Sunbury Motors Hyundai has the model for you. Save up to $2,835 on a Hyundai Kona starting at $22,585. Sunbury Motors has 17 2020 Tucsons with savings as high as $4,077. If you're looking for a midsize SUV, test drive a Hyundai Santa Fe with a $4,571 discount. The 2020 Santa Fe starts at 26552 Sunbury Motors Hyundai has four of the all-new Hyundai Palisades starting at $34,200. All Hyundais come with America's best warranty, a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. And just announced, every new Hyundai comes with a three-year regular maintenance plan. If you want to have a fun day in your next SUV, you have to drive a Hyundai. From Sunbury Motors Hyundai in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Sunbury Anyway, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We talked about Gene Stilp. One of our listeners sends us a note. It is not signed. It says, Gene, why not do it on a Saturday when the working person can come out and confront you? You're the one telling lies and breeding contempt. Uh, I don't know about that. At least you have the right to protest. How you protest, yeah, we can debate that. All right. Another one says, you're stutting little never your stutting little never trumper on the radio this morning makes me think of the famous my my cousin Vinny legal quote everything that guy said is BS says Mike Bolick. Thank you for that. Uh, you, sir, and this is to Gene Stilp, you, sir, have no idea what the Nazis stood for. Yeah, this is where I agree with these uh, some of these emails. I, I, Nazi, that, seems, that always seems strong to me. But anyway, you, sir, have no idea what the Nazis stood for. To even compare our president to that kind of evil, you, Gene Stilp, are a divider and a hate monger. Yeah, it's sort of interesting. Even in the national side, when the uh, left or the progressives or groups come out and they, they you know, compare people to Hitler or Stalin, uh, nobody sort of says, hold it. Mussolini, oh, maybe, but not, yeah, aren't not you, Hitler. Aren't you geez. dividing? And uh, hold it. Aren't you the hate side? And that's where the hypocrisy oh. of the uh, media and hypocrisy of some people come in. And believe me, there's hypocrisies on all sides to a degree. What? But I go back to our caller earlier. Not on my side. Listen. Listen. Don't hear what you want to hear. Listen to what says. Because none of us were rude to Gene. Gene got to talk a lot until I asked him a couple questions, and he was very superficial. 
on uh, the Trump administration. No real detail. Well, he talked well, about it, the Muslim ban and the immigrant well, policies and Let's so on. look at the Muslim ban, what it was done and how it was done. It was basically refugees. We'll have to do that later. People were coming in here with no documentation, and they said, no, we're going to hold this up until you guys can get it straight. So, smartest farmer in Mifflinburg is on the line. Good morning, sir. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning. This everybody. guy makes a beef cow that you bet. Yeah. Do you, you don't take I, it to the farm show, but you'd clean up, I assume. <laughs> Actually, we just got our new calves last night for this year. Are they grass but, grass fed or? Oh no, one hundred percent opposite. We raise the finest grain fed steers grain fed, okay. in Pennsylvania. In fact, they're all sold. All the cows we got last night are already sold. But anyway, Isn't that so? uh, the, the, the emailer stole my thunder, but I was thinking exactly the same thing. It seems like the liberals always have their rallies that, you know, in the middle of the afternoon, in the middle of the week, when all of us hardworking blue-collar Trump supporters, uh, we're out here making a living. We, uh, we have jobs. We can't come to their mid-afternoon. But let them have one on a Saturday and burn a Trump flag, and you'll see us Trump supporters out there, and we'll put the fire out. Uh, well, a, every day is a holiday point. for you, Carl. No, it's an interesting point, Carl, and the point. And I'm sure you appreciated uh, Michael Bloomsburg's comments on farming uh, that <laughs> they said last week. But uh, no, that's great. Uh, uh, also, also too, um, you know, w- one of the things, and uh, let's say it is that you're raising beef. Most people eat beef, and uh, and uh, and I'm sure uh, they're uh, they're hedging uh, as as when you when you hear the climate people say what uh, what beef does to the climate. Yeah, and Carl, you yeah, pa- well, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say you no, participate in a fundraiser where you give away some of the value of the beef. Refresh my memory how that works. I forget this. This is Carl Reeder on the line. He's a, just a fabulous guy out in Mifflinburg. Refresh how you do that. Yeah, what we do is uh, it's a combined fundraiser. Uh, we raise money to support, it's called the Save Chris Transplant Fund. And then for every $3,000 that gets donated to the Save Chris Transplant Fund, we donate hundreds of pounds of ground beef to the local food banks. Uh, I think we're up to over 3,000 pounds of ground beef that we've donated to the local food banks. Okay. And yeah. it is... It is the highest quality ground beef. It's it's not the stuff that you buy locally. Refresh uh, my memory. Who Chris is? I know I knew all this because th- these fundraisers pop up in my head. I know, but I don't remember. Right. Yeah. Chris is a Mifflinburg resident uh, who has had a double lung transplant, and mm. now she is on the kidney transplant list. She has a horrible disease called cystic fibrosis, and uh, I'm actually on the board of Pennsylvania Cystic Fibrosis. And uh, it was a fundraiser that we thought of. It's a way, you know, for us to you know, help Chris and also help the uh, local food bank. All right. Well, keep us informed. I know this is an annual fundraiser, so when that happens, make sure you call in and remind us, and we'll spread the that word a little bit. That will do. That will do. Thank you very much, yep, Mark. Thank Greatly you so much, Carl. Carl calling in. Uh, not happy with the fact that Gene Stilp, uh, I don't know if he's semi-retired. I don't know. Uh, no visible means of support that I detect, no. but I don't actually well, know the guy. Well, with Gene, you go with Gene's passion. We've had him on the show, but we've also interviewed him a couple times. You know, his passion's there. Uh, misguided in some regards, to a degree, could be. Well, but that's up for uh, well, uh, <laughs> but that's up for discussion. Right. And you know, let's let's discuss it. But uh, you know, when you talk about, you know, I, I don't believe 
the superficial information that he was doing, and you look at some of the factual stuff, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the Brookings Institute, which is hardly a right-wing organization, and how what the uh, Trump administration's done with Russia, and how we've uh, backed, uh, got Germany to back out of the energy uh, deal they were about to sign. It. You look at what our energy policies have been able to do to combat, and if our allies want to buy energy from the United States, that that puts Russia on its knees. So so how is how is Putin how how is Trump and Putin buddies? Except if you folks have bought this, you know media. Uh, charade that uh, you know these guys were frat brothers, and that's how they try to make it. R- Russia is 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 an empty suit. I mean, Russia cannot feed itself. They they are uh, you know they have nuclear weapons, and that's about it. Their 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 policies around the world. They are trying to renegotiate. They've been boxed out by the Chinese in a lot of places. They're trying to get a foothold in the Middle East, which isn't working very well. Uh, so time will tell. But this this thing that that Putin and, and Trump are, are joined at the hip is, is getting to be, like we talked about earlier, the chicken little. The sky is not falling, folks, over Russia. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, Gene Stilp has been integral in making, trying to keep a close eye on the state legislature. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say he's been very successful uh, making sure that uh, when uh, the uh, legislature is voting on their pay raises or when they're, now they have them set so they're automatic so they don't have to vote in public anymore, it takes place automatically, but uh, that they hear the oink of the pig out in the outdoors when well, the giant like pink said, pay raise it to a hog. Right. A pig's too little. A, yeah, hog, a hog would be better. So. And, and then Gene's passion's there. And, and as bad as Harrisburg is, it'd be worse without Gene. And many, many Could followers be. and many Could other be, activists yeah. are keeping a close eye, including Spotlight PA, which is trying to get some information out. But one of our good listeners says, I think Mr. Gene is a fool. If the Trump administration was really fascist or socialist, communist, Lil Jean would be disappeared, never to be heard from again. True. Okay. And that's what we're talking about. He can protest, do what he wants to here. He what can is burn a some flags. Anyway. What's the actual right. definition of a fascist? Well, the definition of a fascist I have right here, oh. but I'm looking at the uh, 25 points of Nazism, which uh, Adolf Hitler put out in 1920, and uh, that was the plan. So from 1920 up until when the Nazis took over Germany, 1933, politically, 33 to 45, and you saw how that worked out. <laughs> so you had the Nazism, which it's interesting in history, and, and maybe there's some history professors, <laughs> Bucknell, Susquehanna, or maybe just history buffs who can tell us. When you look at Nazis hated the communists. So it's sort of interesting when some people on the left and the progressives want to throw Nazis, fascism, socialism, communism. All together. All now they're pulling out socialism to say, well, you know, socialism isn't really that Good bad. Word. It just hasn't been done right. Was the Trump administration guilty of any of this? This is the Wikipedia definition of fascism. A form of far-right authoritarian ultranationalism. Okay, so we, we do see the ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power? 
forcible suppression of opposition. Ultranationalism and what? Strong regimentation of society and the economy which came into prominence in the early 20th century Europe. I don't think so. But the, uh, uh, Trump is guilty of many, 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 many things. But fascism, I don't know. May, maybe I'm missing something. But what's ultranationalism? Um, I think it's the... Uh, Ultra. It's the American America first, no matter what policy, and it's this white Anglo-Saxon Protestant gray-haired male America, not the everybody America that well, we I really think, have. I don't see the I see the president talking at the United Nations about uh, make your country the best country. Mark Lawrence, make Lawrence. Ville, the best ville there is. Make Reichleyville <laughs> up on Route 15. The best ville that that it can be. Once your country is good, you can help your neighbors, and if your country's good, you could do things to help your neighbors. So you know this ultra nationalism stuff. And remember, the left and the progressives are are, are globalists. They they think it's all one world, and everybody's going to sing kumbaya together. And it's globalist. It's not fair for the United States to stand above. President Obama talked about this. It, you know, well, is it really fair for the United States? Well, his first campaign rally was in Germany. Well, is it fair the United States the only real superpower? Is it really fair? That's not fair. This started under the Clinton administration. This started back in the 60s when the bumper stickers came out, America, love it or leave it. When the uh, conservatives were telling the liberals, you know, either you love America or you leave it. Well, I think there's room in the gray area to, to discuss what well, America is. America, if you don't like something about it, real patriotism is fighting for positive change, not leaving well, the country. Anybody who vacates the country the king is, of England. <laughs> Back in the 1700s, what happened there? He got kabooted. Yeah. Finally, one of our listeners says, Mark, there is no Muslim ban. Why do you keep propagating that lie? You're right. There is no prop, no Muslim ban. What there is is a Muslim restriction uh, that the president wanted to do. First of all, he wanted to, to ban Muslims, but of course that, as you would imagine, is illegal. You can't carve out a religion and just say nobody else can come into the U.S. from that religion. And he has accepted, and the courts finally came up with a whittled-down version that says terrorism-prone uh, countries with unstable governments can be banned. But this is all from his interest, and he said this. I mean, this is from the president's word. He wanted to ban Muslims from coming into the U.S. Of course, he couldn't do that, but he came up with the next best thing, which is these high terrorism countries I, are restricted. I, I'm going to disagree. There was you a have to hold it, though, because we got to take a break. Yeah, that was Harry. You know Harry's not listening today. This would be yeah. something he'd call in about. This is James Taylor bringing a little tear to the eye. I said that there is no Muslim ban, but the president was able to uh, uh, get part of that, and you say, uh, I disagree no, Muslim, with Well, no, it's predominantly Muslim countries. Well, isn't there like a terrorism factor and an uns- instability well, factor? Well, the problem is the information. First, first, our immigration system from A to Z is broken. Uh, it doesn't work as it should be. We should be able to get immigrants in. Uh, you got groups that are you know, it's in their interest to have certain groups come in compared to other groups come in. But when you can't document yourselves, it would be very hard to have an immigration system that works for the country. The, the immigration system, whatever country you're going into, be it Germany, France, United States, it needs to work more for the country you're immigrating to. Now, you've got different parts. you got immigration. you got refugee status. you got, you know, the religious persecution side of it, and I remember during the Obama administration when they talked about uh, people saying, uh, well, there is no, you know, religious persecution. Well, hold it. People 
immigrant for religious reasons. They're being persecuted. And look at the largest group in the Middle East that are being persecuted is Christians. So hypocrisy runs deep and wide and in different directions and it's on the left and on the right so uh, uh, but our immigration system Mark like I said I, it was more a the countries the band was more countries that were predominantly Muslim not directly Muslim Alrighty, ask and ye shall receive am I right Harry <laughs> yep I was getting ready to call anyhow and then when I heard my name I mentioned I had to. Uh, I couldn't let you to. down. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, I, I uh, find it interesting how so often anymore globalism is considered to be a, uh, or nationalism is considered to be a, a fault. And yet, if you're not proud of where you're from, what you do, how you do it, or and even most importantly, how to get better at it and still help somebody... And that's that's not a good thing anyhow. You have to have pride in what you are and who you are. Otherwise, you can't help anybody else. So to be in this big umbrella of, oh, we're all one person and everything, it doesn't work that way. You, have, you, you know, nobody in Ireland cares about what you or I are trying to do in our daily life, just like we're not worried about what it takes for them to get through and make their daily nut. You know what I mean? It's You've got to take care of yourself to be able to take care of somebody else. Nationalism is important because you have to be, keep yourself going. You have to keep your country going, or else there's nothing else you can do for anybody else. Well, and Harry, the other part about that is there are certain governments that do not want the people to be able to take care of themselves, because if you're taking care of themselves yourselves, you don't need the government to take care of you, and that's part of the left and the progressives' mantra here in the United States: is you know, don't don't rely on your family, don't rely on your religion, uh, don't rely on the Constitution per se, but rely on Big Daddy, Big Mama government to help you. You know, you can get up, you know, get get to the toot of the government, and and you know, keep sucking because we'll put more in it, and and that's unfortunate where we're at guys I can tell you too I am a government employee and the last thing you want is the government running your life okay <laughs> you just don't want it and you don't need it you you know we've got to prop ourselves up I mean we were a whole lot better off I believe when 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 we took pride in being able to do something ourselves rather than going back to what you're saying than and you know than having somebody do it for us and and I, I I, I, there are many days I'm very happy I'm in my 60s rather than my 20s because I wouldn't want to be starting out in the way this world is being run now. I'm very proud of the way I was brought up and the way I did things and and uh, right and wrong. I learned the lessons from the things I did wrong and hopefully I learned lessons from the things I did right as well so I can help somebody else do those. And that is the legacy we should be passing on to our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Well, Not Eric uh, not sitting around a campfire, holding hands, singing kumbaya, thinking, oh, I hope somebody saves us. And it's ironic, too, because so many of these governments, like you talked about like that, you know, and when you go back to the Muslims, too, you know, oh, they'll, you know, that's such a religion of peace. But but the same people, uh, gay lobby, for example, that rails against uh, Trump and Republicans doesn't look at the fact that in in those countries they couldn't live there because they'd be beheaded for being homosexual. I mean, 
Yep. You've got to look at the whole picture, and we only look at sound bites anymore. The, the hypocrisy's there, but Harry, boy, what a force for good you'd be, though, if you knew what you'd do now in your 60s and you're only in your 20s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, I guess. Thanks for calling, that's Harry. True. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Have a good weekend. Appreciate the call. 1-800-795-9565 our telephone number. we got four open lines right now. We'd love to see you fill them up. Call us, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, let's see. Let's hit the emails and the text. Yeah. It says, really gets old, Ben, when you and Republicans continue putting Trump on a pedestal while ignoring his constant lies and ignorance of the facts when addressing his constituents, his constant refusal to denounce or admit to the fact that Putin has interfered and continues to interfere in our elections and is not only appalling, but downright scary. And please... Enough with the sanctions he put on Russia. Have they stopped interference? Of course not. Trump enables Putin to continue with disruption of our elections while admitting his admiration of Putin for his strong leadership. Give me a break. Well, I'll give you a break here. Oh, it's not signed. I'll give you a break here. Look at and please look up exactly what the Russians did and the interference in the election. What exactly was that? And was it on, as we found out, the Clinton side? Was it on the Trump side? Did they change any votes? Did they take out $82,000 worth of social media ads? And also, too, to the emailer, the Russians have been doing this since they were Soviets. So this isn't anything that just happened under one. When this became apparent was after Trump beat Clinton. And they had to find an excuse on why they lost. The DNC computers were hacked. The RNC computers weren't hacked because they couldn't get into them, but they were trying to hack both of them. But look and find out exactly what the Russians did, and please email us back, and next Friday we can talk about it. 1-800-795-9565. One of our good listeners sends us a note, says, Mark, 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 still propagating the lie. Did President Obama ban travel from certain countries? Yes, he did. The same countries on Trump's list. Why? Because these countries were failed states or state sponsors of terrorists. The ban was to try to keep this country safe from terrorists. Why don't Democrats want to keep terrorists out of the U.S.? It's one of the reasons the wall needs to be built on the southern border. There is no racism or bigotry involved, only national security. Mm. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. we got four open lines. So we got about uh, t- t- five minutes left on the show once we take a quickie break. We invite you to call us. We do have some texts and emails uh, still pending, but it is the WKOK <laughs> Live telephone talk show. Please uh, give us a buzz. you got one good text there about trains in Russia, so do that's we? an interesting Oh, that's right? related to Bernie Sanders honeymooning in Russia. All right, we're going vis- to look in on Bernie's honeymoon in a moment. Caviar and champagne in Moscow. Boy, it doesn't get any better now. Say that again? What's the last? Caviar and champagne in Moscow sounds like uh, honeymoons of the rich and famous. 
If you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai from Sunbury Motors Hyundai. If an SUV is on your mind, Sunbury Motors Hyundai has the model for you. Save up to $2,835 on a Hyundai Kona starting at $22,585. Sunbury Motors has 17 2020 Tucsons with savings as high as $4,077. If you're looking for a midsize SUV, test drive a Hyundai Santa Fe with a $4,571 discount. The 2020 Santa Fe starts at $26,552. Sunbury Motors Hyundai has four of the all-new Hyundai Palisades, starting at $34,200. All Hyundais come with America's best warranty, a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty, and just announced, every new Hyundai comes with a three-year regular maintenance plan. If you want to have a fun day in your next SUV, you have to drive a Hyundai. From Sunbury Motors Hyundai in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Sunbury <laughs> ben and I are trying to uh, decipher the the, the, the text screen. Uh, Stan is a wonderful texter, and we really appreciate his viewpoints. He's way over 150 characters, and so our screen puts them all in a jumble. So, but I think I got this one figured out. It says uh, we're talking about Bernie Sanders yesterday when he um, um, went to Moscow for his honeymoon. It says, yeah, Bernie was impressed with the train system in Moscow on his honeymoon at the height of the Cold World uh, War. They had nice stations, and they ran on time. Wasn't that what was said about the fascist Mussolini? The trains ran on time. Is that all the communist, socialist, and fascist governments are good at, making sure the trains run on time? It sure isn't making sure that there's food on the shelves. All those forms of governments are good at spreading misery around and, and equally, except for the people in charge. They live high on the hog. Uh, that's a true statement when you look at the uh, regimes where you have the uh, very powerful uh, small middle section that are, are, are service oriented and then you have the peasants and as one of your favorite ladies in history Mark said Marie Antoinette she wanted them to eat uh, tasty cakes, okay, right? Or yeah. was it just cake? From Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. All right, another good listener said, and now we're going to try to clear the email board. That clears the text board. Uh, let me see if I can get this one inch taller. There we go. Uh, why is there no cap on the pensions that state politicians and employees receive? Maybe a maximum guideline, 20 years of employment maxes out at 100% or whatever your gross Social Security amount is, for example, says Mike. Yeah, good question. Uh, yeah, they are bloated down. State pensions and PA are going to... Hundreds boy, and hundreds of thousands they're gonna of be dollars a, it's a gonna year. going to be a tough one. I know we're coming to the end of the show, so uh, you know we want people to remember they can uh, get out on uh, Monday and stop in and see Gene Stelp at the Union Courthouse and then at the East Yeah, Buffalo noon at the Union County Courthouse, East Down Entrance. Down that's the back yeah. entrance by the parking lot. And then uh, noon, or no, 1 p.m. at East Buffalo Township. That's out by the Farmer's so, Market. Uh, we got, uh, you, you've heard earlier, Steve Jones, Penn State basketball, moving to the NCAA tournament. You got the uh, high school wrestling coming up this week with a uh, number of Seals Grove and Shikalimi. Yeah, so tomorrow's basketball folks. game at 11.30, and then 6 p.m. is the uh, wrestling starts. Mm-hmm. How's uh, your cubby spring training going? Uh, we have an email here from a gentleman who says... Uh, <laughs> 
there are on-the-record accounts of Bernie talking about women's rape fantasies and more. Very bad, says one of our listeners. Yeah, yeah this is, I, I guess, old news. something he wrote back in the an 70s old column. And, and, and did that. Uh, and for the Democrats, uh, did you, by chance, watch that uh, food fight that went on the other night? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Democratic the debate. Debate. I did watch some of it. Yeah, uh, that was crazy. Uh, at least Joe Biden stood tall in the middle, but I thought he was looking around going, this is why I'm not in assistant living. I, I couldn't take this retirement village mentality. Uh, you, you're everyone looking around, you know, hey, can I get some more can I get some more salad over here? Hey, I need I need some more Salisbury steak. I mean, people are raising their hands, jumping around. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens in South Carolina, but bigger what happens next week, Super Tuesday. All right. And let's see. Yeah, North Carolina tomorrow and Super Tuesday on Tuesday. Good morning, guys. I have a question. Maybe somebody can answer. The stock market, every time it gets some bad news, it goes down so quickly. But everyone that has a 401k or an IRA are told to stay pat. Don't panic. Don't do anything. My question is, who is doing this to the stock market? Such big losses. It doesn't sound like common people. And if the market is telling us to hang in there, why isn't everybody else hanging in there? I think they are. I think the caller earlier was it Buzz who called and said, uh, you know, you're in it for the long run. You, you, you don't jump in your bound. Now, some people do. There's day traders and that. What's moving this is this coronavirus. Uh, I think it's 19 is the official number. We'll get it under control here. I think 19. It's, it's the 19th strain of this. It's oh, COVID-19. COVID, right? Yeah, COVID-19. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. You hear uh, how the media covers it will tell us. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, this this means uh, things are on sale. At what point are people going to start buying on the Wall sale? Stocks. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I wouldn't be surprised if things leveled off today, uh, meaning that, uh, remember, behind this, a lot of people are taking profits and using the virus as part of the reason to take what? profits. And as a uh, oh, gentleman, I uh, lost his name, CEO from Apple, uh, just talked Steve, about... No, uh, yeah, not, not Steve not Jobs. Sure, no, he's, uh, the new one. Yeah. Uh, not the late one. Uh, Tim, um, anyway, they're up and running now back in China. People are, are back to work. So, uh, you know, Apple Some feels... Some factories are yeah, working so, again. So Apple feels good. Uh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, beware the press. Question the press. But it's great that we have uh, uh, press information that, that you can question. And Gene, the Gene Stilps of the world, while you yeah, and I work. Good, good for Gene. And he has it. He, remember, he can do it in this country. He couldn't do it in some of those other countries. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Fabulous week. Fabulous producer, Rob Center. Ben Reichley with us today. Joe McGranahan back on Monday with Steve Kushaloff. I enjoy a day mm. off. This is WKOK Sunbury.